You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again. It is Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and as always, joining me, it's Koopa, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good because you know what it is? It's, it's a ball, it's night. ball night. Basketball is my second favorite sport. Yeah, We love baby. the way they were jumping up and down the court. Anyway, I can't sing. Fuck it, sorry. All right, I'm not going <laughs> to bore you all with my poor singing habits. That's why he sings the theme song. <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm really not that great at it. Oh, well, you're better than I am. You know. All right, buddy, so let's go ahead and break down some records from last week's teams. Let's do it, brother. All right, from this last week, uh, we have the Eastern Conference. This is going from uh, worst to first based off the standings. So the records from the previous weeks. The Pistons, last team in the Eastern Conference, finished 1-2. and two. The Wizards went 1-0. and oh. The Bulls went 0-2. Oh the Raptors, 2-2. Two and two. The Heat and Knicks both were winless, though the Heat had three losses and the Knicks had four. The Hawks finished one and two. Hornets one and three. Cavaliers one and two. Magic zero oh and three. Nets feeling themselves as of late as they finished three and one. Excuse me. Sixers two and two. Pacers two and one. Bucks three and zero. Oh. And the Celtics are on top of the conference at one and zero oh from the previous week. In the Western Conference, the T Wolves are bringing up the rear at one and one from this previous week. Rockets one and three. Pelicans zero oh and two. Kings one and two, Thunder two and two, Grizzlies three and zero, oh, Warriors one and two, Nuggets two and one, Spurs two and two, Mavericks one and one, Blazers three and one, Suns zero oh and one, Jazz and Clippers both three and zero, oh, but the Lakers went undefeated this last week at four and zero. Oh. Koopa, what's your thoughts from this last week's record? You you just you just had to end it with the Western Conference. Yeah, always. Oh, 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 yes. And with the Western Conference, just so you can throw it in there that the Lakers are undefeated. Well, this past week, yeah, they were. Even though, hey, man, cool. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was a good good week, dude. Good week. Uh, I'm kind of worrying about the about, about the heat, though, man. What's up with him? Yeah, man, we'll, get, we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It is. It's getting a little nuts. Speaking of nuts, that's what we are. Ah! <laughs> so, we'll give you the uh, breakdown of the divisional standings for a conference. So, starting off with the Atlantic Division. The Celtics sit on top of the Eastern Conference at 8-3. and three. 
The Sixers are nine and five. Nets eight and six. Knicks five and eight. And the Raptors are four and eight. In the Central Division, the Bucks lead that division at nine and four. Pacers are eight and four. Cavaliers six and seven. Bulls four and eight. And the Pistons are three and nine. In the Southeast Division, uh, it's basically the NL or it's basically the NFC East of the uh, basketball world right now. It is the Magic at six and seven, Hornets six and eight, Hawks five and seven, Heat four and seven, and the Wizards at three and eight. Basically said that because no one's five hundred or better. That's why they're like the NFC East of the NBA. Yikes! Right now, so there you go. Ah, Coca Cola, sponsor me. <laughs> Sorry. All right, in the Western Conference Northwest Division, we have the Yaws. Or, sorry, you probably don't understand what I just said, so we have the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> it's a soft J, Yaws. The Yaws. The Yaws. All right, they lead the division at 8 and 4. Blazers not far behind at 8 and 5. Nuggets 6 and 6. Thunder 6 and 6 as well. And the Grizzlies bringing up the rear at 3 and 8. The best team in the NBA right now, record wise, and so you can't argue with me. The Lakers lead the Pacific Division at 11 and 3. Clippers are right behind them at 9 and 4. Suns 7 and 4, Warriors 6 and 6, and the Kings at 5 and 8. In the Southwest Division, the Spurs and the Mavericks are sitting on top. The Mavericks actually are slightly better based off the uh, loss record at 6 and 5, Spurs 7 and 6, Grizzlies at 500 at 6 and 6, Pelicans 4 and 7, and the Rockets as well are 4 and 7. Anything that pops out to you there, Cooper, in the standings right now? No, man, uh, I, I think it's really cool to see uh, the Lakers on top right now, man. Uh, they're they're back right where they need to be. Well, yeah, I mean we're awesome, so exactly. And uh, it, it it is kind of strange to see see you know Miami doing as crappy as they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty weird to see the Nets doing as well as they are. Yeah. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. Speaking of those nets, so we're going to talk about some NBA notes we have. We have a trade alert. Oh yeah. yes. It has finally happened. The James Harden trade saga has officially come to an end. And it turned out he got his wish and he was traded to the Brooklyn Nets where he teams up with Kevin Durant and maybe Kyrie Irving. We'll talk about the maybe here in a little bit. The trade breaks down that the Nets received James Harden from the Rockets in a 2024 second round pick from Cleveland. The Rockets received Karis LeVert, uh, Rodinius Kurix, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, First round picks in the 2022 draft, 2024 draft, and 2026 draft, as well as the option for first round swaps in 2021, 2023, 2025, and 2027 from the Nets. They also received Dante Exum and a 2022 first round pick via the Milwaukee Bucks from the Cavaliers. The Rockets then traded Levert to the Pacers for Victor Oladipo. Cavaliers received Jared Allen, Tarion Prince, and the right to Alexander, uh, I believe that's Vizenkov, the 57th overall pick in the 2017 draft from the Nets. In his first game, though, with the Nets, Harden dropped 32 points, 14 assists, and 12 rebounds for a triple-double on the now-sliding Orlando Magic. Cooper, Harden making history with the first 30-point triple-double in NBA history by a player making his debut with his new team. That's pretty cool. And that's that's quite the statement. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, I'm glad it finally got done. You know, he finally is where he wants to be. The Rockets got some good picks out of it. Um, and, you know, life can go on now. So, yes. Because we, we were kind of like, what's going to happen with this? So, 
you know, it, it's, it's nice to finally see something good come out of it for more than just him, but, you know, right. several different teams. So there you go. Absolutely, man. Um, and if anybody's unaware, I just want to point out that how the first round swaps happen for the teams. Um, the Rockets have the choice if they want to swap. Say the Nets, um, starting this next year, say the Nets actually have a higher draft pick than the Rockets. I don't see that happening this year, but it could happen. On the off chance that it does, the Rockets then have the opportunity to swap picks. So basically, because they have that stipend rule um, where you can't trade back-to-back picks and back-to-back year picks for first-rounders, so basically the Rockets then, or sorry, the Nets aren't actually losing their pick. They're just swapping positions with the Nets in those year offsetting years, which starts this year. And, of course, they are actually losing their picks in 2022, 2024, and 2026. So, off the off chance that the Nets actually have a better pick than the Rockets, the Rockets have the option to switch. To swap it up. To swap out, swap picks with them automatically. So, just putting that out there for anybody who wasn't aware of how that worked. Uh, Harden showed up really well for his first game against the Orlando Magic. Unfortunately um, for the Magic, they are kind of sliding. They were doing really well at the beginning of the year, but now kind of Step back a little bit, and right now in that terrible Southeast <laughs> Conference or division, so um, it's good to get that kind of quality. Also, it was the first game back um, after missing a couple games for Kevin Durant, who also dropped forty-two. So that's a good combination when you score seventy-four points between your two players. Between two players, that's just crazy, right? So, so yeah, man, it, it, it's it's good all the way around. I'm happy this has happened for him. So. All right. All right, man, we're going to move on to our next little talk about. That is going to be, we're going to stick with the Nets. The team, though, is still without point guard Kyrie Irving as he continues to be away from the team for personal reasons. It didn't bode well for him, though, when a video was released this past week at a party for his sister while being maskless. Though the party appears to be at a residence and not in a club, the fact that it appeared to have quite a few people within proximity to each other while basically six feet, uh, while maskless did not bo- uh, sit well with the league officials. Some experts are concluding that Kyrie Irving may no longer really want to be playing professional basketball and instead will start focusing on becoming a social justice advocate. Cooper, your thoughts on Kyrie and now oh. possibly bailing on his team. Man, is this this turning into another Colin Kaepernick type thing? Uh, yeah, man, this is this isn't good for the Nets, dude. Yeah. Um, it's not good for the league either, right? Um, you know, um, whether it be a family function or not, you know, you as an NBA, you know, superstar, have to hold yourself. To a higher standard, and how that even got leaked is beyond me, because that's somebody in your family that must have leaked that, or, or friends, or, or whatever. Friends, you have. or whatever, somebody that knows you personally, type thing, mm-hmm. and that ain't right. So maybe, maybe he doesn't want to be an NBA star anymore. Who knows? So we'll right. see what happens. Of course, there's been um, people in the uh, social justice um, area saying that he would actually be better, more beneficial to keep his platform as a professional athlete to help get his message across. Uh, but the way he went about taking this leave time is what a lot of people are mostly upset about is the fact that he basically only told teammates. He didn't let anybody really in the organization beyond that. that no. Yeah, and then you, like, bail on your team. It's... Yeah. And so, don't get me wrong. 
if he wants to be a social justice advocate, I totally support his wishes, but he's going about it the wrong way with his team. Yeah. And his team would have been more understanding if like, he's just like, man, I just don't have it anymore. I feel like I have a different calling and I need to go pursue that calling and let everybody know, not just his teammates know, oh, yeah, man, I'm just out because, you know, I have bad feelings and all in my head about what happened with the Capitol and and all that now I'm just like uh okay well that's fine but you gotta let people other than your teammates know you gotta let your coach know you gotta let the GM know reach out to somebody within the organization other than the teammates and go hey I'm kind of not in a good space because even like people like Colin I'm not Colin Kaepernick Colin Coward has said he would understand if he reached out to someone in the organization that's not a teammate yeah only if he had reached out to somebody else, and he would have been fine with it. But you know, you're going to get slammed for basically bailing on your team right now. Yeah, he did. I mean, he didn't even go to the coach. I mean, that's that's who he should have went to. Was the coach at the very the least? The coach, GM, whatever. He should have went to somebody. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. All right. So this might be an interesting little tidbit that we found out. Could a trade possibly have saved the life of an NBA player? It may not be as serious as it seems, as there will be more testing to be done, but Karius LeVert being traded and as part of NBA guidelines for trades had to take a, fit, uh, a physical, which resulted in the finding of a small mass on his left kidney. Though the mass could just be a cyst, it does bode well that uh, the trade and physical will help LeVert uh, with a problem he seemed unaware of. We are hoping, of course, that it's nothing more than a cyst or maybe even just fatty tissue and nothing major. Cooper, your thoughts on... This trade actually might be even saving a player's life. Yeah, man. This is, this. you know, uh, God works in mysterious ways. So, mm-hmm. don't know, man. We'll see what happens. And, uh, you know, and yeah. many prayers go out to him and his family. And, and you know, hopefully it's not, hopefully whatever it is, it's benign, can be taken care of fairly easily. And yeah. he'll be back on the court. Yeah, like we said, it could be nothing more than a cyst. We won't know until further testing is done. But the... the the simple fact that you're traded, you have to take a physical, and something like that's found is just it. it could, and he didn't even know he was obviously unaware. I mean, you can read the article on ESPN. Yeah. The way he talks about it, he had no idea he had it. And so, catching what could be potentially a problem, we're, we're you know knocking on wood, praying to God, whatever your good vibes are, hoping it's nothing more than just whatever something minor that he can just easily be like, hey, we can do. Maybe just give you something and you'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, but to have that happen um, for him, this at this point in time actually just ends up very beneficial for him health-wise. So something that will obviously yeah, will become it, a major problem down the road. It's pretty cool, dude. I mean, that's 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 pretty awesome. So yeah, the we'll timing what, worked out pretty well for him. We'll <laughs> see what happens with him, man. Yeah. All right. So COVID has begun terrorizing the NBA season as multiple games have been postponed this past week. Phoenix Suns, in particular, had three of their games postponed, as well as the Celtics, though they did play this past Friday against the Magic. The league was somewhat prepared for this possibility, but providing just half the schedule and leaving open dates for makeup games in the second half of the season. However, this trend continues. It would not be surprising if the league halts the season and plans on finishing the season out in a bubble like they had to do last March. Cooper, your thoughts on the COVID starting to wreak havoc on the NBA season? Man, dude, it's just... 
it's been wreaking havoc on the whole world, dude. Uh, yeah. So it's just it's it's sad to see. Um, hopefully the NBA season can continue. Right. Um, but we will we'll keep you guys updated. We'll see what happens with this. Hopefully, you know, we can get through this because that's that's the biggest thing is trying to get through a season when you got something like this going on. It's it's tough. So. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be in the least bit surprised if we wouldn't hear about a shutdown for a little bit and then figuring out a bubble location again. Maybe even two bubbles. Maybe have like the Western Conference finishing up in Texas and the Eastern Conference finishing down here in Florida. Yeah. And then figuring out where they want to do a playoff bubble after that. All right, man. So finally, we're going to talk about the two hottest teams in the league right now that both sit on top of their respective conferences, which would be our Los Angeles Lakers and the Boston Celtics, our heated Ooh. rival, <laughs> our championship rival. Right. Both teams have won five straight entering Sunday's games. Lakers uh, currently have the best record in the league at 11-3 and and have a good matchup on Monday with, against the surging Warriors and a red-hot Steph Curry. He's playing like his namesake, Curry, because Curry is hot. Oh, yes. <laughs> this game has the potential for being upset for the Lakers as Steph continues his hot shooting and he gets some help from the rest of his team. Uh, the Celt- uh, Celtics, I keep calling them the Celtics for some reason. The Celtics. Because of the Celtic Warriors. <laughs> the Warriors. The Celtics. It's the Celtics. The Celtic Warriors. <laughs> uh, the Celtics uh, were scheduled to play the New York Knicks today, so if they, we'll see if they can continue their winning streak. Cooper, your thoughts on possibly these two maybe facing each other for who gets to number 18 first in the championships? Man, this is, gonna, this is awesome, dude. Uh, Curry's been on a roll lately, so we'll see what happens with it. I know the Lakers have been... It's been pretty, you know, dominant. So And the game's on TNT, so we can watch it tomorrow night. Yeah, yes. man. Um, we can watch it on the big screen, brother. Big That's screen. Right. We're watching that on the wall. So not so not only do I get the fortunate of getting to watch my favorite team, I also get to watch one of my favorite players in Steph Curry, which is like twofold makes the game even more awesome. Oh, yeah, because... You know, life's been weird without Curry around, without Clay Thompson. It's just the the Warriors haven't been the same, and it's it's nice to see at least one of them back. All right. So we'll and see. He's cooking. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens with it, bro. It's gonna be a good game. He's quite becoming Chef Curry once again. Uh, I don't think we'll do. I don't think we'll do a live podcast on that one. Big man might be screaming at the TV by the end of it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's for sure. We won't do that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Plus, I need the day off. <laughs> Sorry. All right, guys. That will do it for uh, today. Uh, be sure to tune in Tuesday as we talk about the NFL playoffs. We have some interesting news in the football world. Coaching hires and the whatnot. Uh, some unfortunate things happening to somebody else's favorite team because somebody else's favorite team got eliminated last week. And so yeah, someone, yeah, else's yeah, team, yeah, yeah, yeah. someone else's team had to be eliminated this weekend. So, yeah. yeah. So, we're all a little sad around here. Yeah. So be sure to tune in. Of course, next Saturday we'll be, of course, talking uh, wrestling talk. And then, of course, unless something major happens next Sunday, we'll be another ball night. Yes, baby. Love ball night. Of course, he's like Cinderella. He just loves balls. (laughs) Wow, bro. (laughs) Just throw it out there like that. Hey, man, I like to dance. I don't give it. Sure, that's what we were going with. 
You like yeah. dancing. Yep, I love dancing. Yeah. Well, I love going to balls. Yes. Well, if you don't fondle them, I guess we'll be okay. All right, we're good. It's <laughs> been a good time, good good talk. Mm-hmm. Ball night. Absolutely. Go Lakers. Yes, baby, go Lakers. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.